Weekday evenings on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot. It's 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood. Host Daryl Wood brings you the day's news and trending topics as only he can with a unique blend of conservative opinion, constitutionalism, and thought-provoking analysis. Join the conversation. 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood. A daily look at the news in a way you won't hear anywhere else. Tune in to 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot. Or stream at PatriotDetroit.com. You are in in what part of the country? Southwest Colorado. Wonderful. How are you picking us up? Oh, I stream you guys on my uh, iPhone every day. Fantastic. Um, I am a resident of Sterling Heights, but uh, I frequently come to Southwest Colorado. I am just thrilled to be hearing from you out there in Colorado. Continue to listen, tune in again, and call at your earliest convenience. Godspeed. Run to Win with Daryl Wood, Monday through Friday at 4 p.m. on Faith Talk Detroit. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. Good to be with all of you once again on the Bible Talk program, uh, where whatever I bring to you from the Bible and theology, you are always welcome to call with your own very interesting and special questions. All you've got to do is call that number, and that number is area code 866-423-9578, area code 866 Two three nine five seven eight to be on the air Bible talk with Pastor Emery Moss. So you can start calling right now. Our phone lines are wide open, and we're glad to hear from you. Now, of course, as I wait for your calls, it's not like I don't have anything to talk about. I've got a lot to talk about, and we will be doing that today. As I'm going to uh, finish up my discussion on the whole subject of racism, all right, racism, which, by the way, is not a sin of just one group or another. It is the sin of mankind, right? <laughs> you know, in other words, when we talk about uh, racism, we're talking about uh, hu- human racism, regardless whether you're black, white, Asian, whatever, everybody, and please understand this, can be a Racist. But if I'm wrong, you can prove me wrong. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. But that's not all. Also, we'll be looking at the Unity School of Christianity. So we got a lot to cover. And then your calls. And so let's get to the phone lines first because Angela is on the line. Hello, Angela. Oh, hey, Pastor. How you doing? I'm doing real good, Angie. How are you? Okay. Well, I just have a question about the Egyptians. Uh, relate to the, the biblical, you know, aspect of the Egyptians. Okay. Are the Egyptians today, are that the descendants of the Egyptians in the Bible? I mean, they don't look like the Egyptians from years ago, I guess. I mean, I thought, but what how, does the Bible say about... Uh, but how do you know how the Egyptians of long ago looked? Well, I mean, the descendants. I mean, I know the portray as being, you know, people of color, I guess, but, you know, black people, I guess, and maybe other pe- other races too, but the Egyptians today don't seem to be the descendants, are they? I suppose. Or? I, I think they are. There's nothing uh, mm-hmm. to think uh, for us to think that they were not. Uh, but definitely, the Egyptians had. Uh, they were multicultural. Egypt was multicultural. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so you had people. Yeah, of, got, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, you had people of different. Uh, in other words, uh, 
if we looked at the the murals that they made of themselves, right? Because yeah, uh, mm-hmm. definitely we know something about the history of uh, ancient Egypt. On the walls, they depicted themselves. And you know the most amazing thing about it, Angela? They yeah. described themselves uh, as uh, in hues of yellow, uh, red sometimes, brown and black. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so definitely they were uh, uh, people of, of color. Uh, and some of, the, some of them were very light. But in terms of saying that the Egyptians were all black, no. We know mm-hmm. that from the murals that they left. They were a multi, you know, kind of racial people. Oh, I see. I know that Egypt was taken over by different countries like Rome, Greece, and Iran, I believe. So, um, oh, I think it's a fascinating culture. You know, I was fascinated with the Egyptians, I guess. But, um, so, uh, I just got a question about Jewish people in Hebrew. I know the Bible says that Jewish people are the chosen ones, and mm-hmm. and and Jewish people today don't believe in the Bible. I guess not all of them, like Bernie Sanders, for example. He, I guess he's like um, an atheist. So yeah, he's a, he, uh, I Jesus. would agree. He's a communist, uh, uh-huh. basically. Uh, he calls himself a socialist, though. But he doesn't have right. uh, uh, too fond uh, in terms of the Bible. I think that uh, definitely he is uh, anti-Christian from the, the attack mm, yeah. that he gave against the senator one time. But, uh, but there are mess- – and you're right. If we look at the, uh, at the Jews as a whole, most of them are in apostasy where they do not believe – uh, that Jesus Christ was the Messiah. And so, you know, they rejected Jesus when he came the first time. Uh, but, however, there are uh, what we call Messianic Jews today. Now, they're outnumbered by the majority of Jews, but they're still there. So there are Bible-believing uh, uh, Jews, who you might as well say are Messianic Jews or Christians, who believe in Jesus Christ. And we do believe, if we study prophetic scriptures, that the Jews as a nation will return to a belief in Christ, because that's what Jesus said was going to happen over in Matthew 23. Oh, and, and the Hebrews, I know that Moses was a Hebrew, so what's the difference from the Hebrews in the Bible from back in the day, and the Hebrews, like the black, black Hebrews, do they believe in the Bible, like the scriptures, or that different? Well, remember, when you say the black Hebrews, I understand, mm-hmm. to the Jewish community, skin color meant nothing. What made you a Jew was to be circumcised. The males are circumcised. That was the sign of, of oh. Jew. It had nothing to do with the race. Uh, we call them a Semitic people, primarily because of language. But we get got to get out of this race thing. Uh, there is, uh, you could be a black person and be a Jew. Moses had an Ethiopian wife that he married. When he married her, she's accepted mm-hmm. into Judaism. So we've got to get out of thinking that, you know, it, it's, it's, uh, <laughs> race uh, is not what makes a Jew a Jew. Okay, it's a a religion predominantly. In fact, we know there was a race that was started by God in Genesis chapter 12. Abraham was the father of the Jewish people, and he was a Gentile before he became a Jew. All right. Oh, wow. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But so, I'm confused, though. How come the black Hebrews uh, want to be separate from the Hebrews in the Bible? It's being kind of angry nowadays. Well, what know? happens is we got to recognize that there's a lot of heresy going on out there. All right. Because mm-hmm. definitely uh, if, if, if anyone is separating themselves from the uh, historical Jews of the Bible, then there's some trouble with their history. But I thank you for calling about it, Angela. I wish I could talk to you more. She is full of so much knowledge, and she likes to bring it. And I like her because it's like a cross between, you know, run to win. And sometimes, I, you know, I fantasize about being Daryl the Wood. 
I mean, that guy. But I try to hold back because my job is Bible and theology. I need to leave his territory alone. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible talk with Pastor Emery Moss. As I said, the color of skin means nothing. Racism is a sin, and the Bible says so, and I'll show you where. First, though, let's go to Jamie in Baldessa, uh, uh, GA. Yeah, hey, Pastor Ross, wait, how are you? Wait, is this my Jamie? Yes, this is your Jamie. <laughs> Jamie, you done kicked me to the curb so hard. No, I'm all the way down in Georgia where it's nice and warm. <laughs> oh, now you're rubbing it in. Now you're rubbing it in. Well, how you doing? What's right. on your mind, hon? I'm, I'm doing fine. So I, was, I had a question. I I know it's a pretty silly question. I'm going to still ask No, it anyway. it's not silly. Um, so I was dialoguing with uh, a fella, and um, you know, he claimed to be a Christian. Mm-hmm. And um, so we were talking about the, the younger versus older, that kind of stuff. And I, you know, I don't get too much off into that. But he said that he believed in the old earth because he said that Lucifer had a kingdom on the earth and rebelled. And his kingdom was destroyed by a flood, and he was cast back down to the earth. He said pre-Genesis 1 and 2. So I know that there are people that adhere to that sort of time gap or supposedly, and I just wanted to know what could I talk about or use to refute his convoluted thinking? <laughs> <laughs> well, you've already judged it already, but, but basically I would say this. The problem is that if we look at what is called technically the gap theory, that's what it's called. Uh, it's based on a, a, a number of false premises. Now, I'm not to say that it makes you a heretic to believe it. There's some things, thank God, that we can be wrong about and not wind up in hell for it because it's just we don't know enough about the Bible. Uh, but definitely, uh, you know, either the Bible backs something up or it doesn't. Now, you're right. Uh, you go to Genesis chapter 1, right, verse 1 and 2, where it says, In the beginning uh, God created the heavens and the earth, and the earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. Now, what the gap theorists want to say, this is their, one of their basic premises. They want to say that in uh, verse 2, where it, first of all, they say there's a gap between Gen- uh, Genesis 1-1 and 1-2, right? Then mm-hmm. they say, and the earth was, well, the, the word was here, they said, actually means became. Uh, it became that way, okay? Uh, and so, therefore, they say uh, it became that way because in between Genesis 1-1 and 1-2, uh, that uh, Satan was kicked out of heaven, came to the earth. Uh, after that, the earth was all uh, d- destroyed in disorder. Some of them go so far as to set up this idea of a kingdom. He disrupted the world so that he had to be destroyed. Uh, and then the earth had to be, re- uh, then you get to two, where the earth was without form and void because Satan landed here and, and, and you know, kicked up a ruckus and darkness was upon the face of the deep. But understand that the basic premise they have, then they try to go to other verses. But the basic premise is when they say, and the earth was, they're saying that that meant became, okay? Uh, uh, not that mm-hmm. it was created and then formed by God. The problem with it, though, if we look at how, if we ask ourselves, well, are they right? Is this what the Hebrew actually is saying? Well, if we, if we look at it that way, what do we do then uh, when we deal with uh, Jonah, right? If we go to Jonah and we look at, uh, uh, in Jonah chapter 3, we have something very uh, uh, interesting. Because, you know, Jonah was an interesting fellow. Uh, God had told him what to do. And you know, like I do, he didn't want to do it. 
he, he had made up <laughs> like his own. Yeah, like most people. Uh, he, he's going to wind up as you you know as we look in the text. He uh, gets into a, 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 a the whale. He gets on a boat to try to escape. God wouldn't have that. He sent a fish to do some fishing. And Job got swallowed up by the great fish, which many believe was a, a whale shark, uh, which, in fact, uh, there's a lot of verification for that in the Bible. But what happens is he wound up doing exactly what God told him to do. So if we look at what happens then, where this word became, right, we're examining this word became, where mm-hmm. uh, we, we, uh, we look at uh, uh, what happens when actually uh, Jonah uh, gets into Nineveh, it says it it said oh we just went out. It uh, it says this. Hold on just a second. Let me find this uh, uh, for you because the whole uh, structure that they have is based upon. Uh, uh, well, one of their premises is based upon that word was. That's one of their strongest arguments. But when we look at how this word is used in uh, uh, in Jonah, it gives us a different perspective on uh, the whole thing because uh, what happens here. When Jonah goes into Nineveh, there's something that occurs that kind of uh, uh, becomes a problem for them in dealing with uh, their particular theory. Uh, so I'm trying to find this here, get this to the right page. You know how to call and make a man work, uh, Jonah. <laughs> I'm telling you, girl, you're working me. I, don't, I refuse to use a computer Bible because I'm afraid of the mark of the beast. So <laughs> I got I to look up everything. I here for you. Let me see here. 1078, almost there. 1087, here we go. So, and here's what, here's the problem. We look at uh, over here in, in Jonah. And in Jonah chapter 3, in uh, verse 1 to 3, okay, it says, And the word of the Lord came unto Jonah the second time, saying, Arise, go into Nineveh, that great city, and preach unto it. Okay, the preaching that I bid thee. So finally, Jonah, he's got to do what God told him to do, right? Then mm-hmm. notice what happens, Jamie, in verse 3. So Jonah arose and went into Nineveh, according to the word of the Lord. Now Nineveh was an exceeding great city of three days' journey. Now here was is used just like in Genesis, right? Mm-hmm. Now we know when Jonah went into Nineveh, it said was it didn't become an exceeding great city when he got there. It already was one, right? Okay. Uh-huh. It was an exceeding great city. That's what it was. It didn't become one. It was one. That's the same Hebrew word that's being used over in Genesis. It's what it says was. The bottom line is that God created matter, all right, and then formed it into uh, all of the things that Genesis chapter 1 talks about, okay? Created man from the ground and all of that. It wasn't complete, okay? Uh, was means became, okay? Uh, in other words, was means, yeah, that, that, that's the way it was. It didn't just become that way until God actually did something to the matter that he created. Okay. So that's the problem. Mm-hmm. So first of all, trying to read all of that stuff into Genesis, when, you know, it's a, they, they call it the gap theory because they're trying to say there's a gap between Genesis 1-1 and Genesis 1-2. But when you look at it, you can't see it, not in the text. Okay. All right, Pastor Russell, thank you so much for clearing that up. I'm going to, next time I see him, I'm going to say, hey, I got an answer for you about that gap theory. And Let's then tell him he can he, he can believe it. It's not going to send you to hell or anything, but it's a hard sell if you look at it exe- uh, exegetically uh, and hermeneutically because was uh, did not mean became. It just means the way it was, just as Jonah 
And Nineveh was a great city when he went into it. It didn't just become great when he got there. Okay. All right, Pastor Marshall, thank you so much. Hopefully I can make it up there um, for the Resurrection Day service. Well, I'm looking for you. If I have to wait, to be glad to lay my eyes on my sister again. Thank you. <laughs> Appreciate her for calling. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Richard, hang on. We'll be right back. Hello, friends. This is Tom Kitterman, host of Mornings with Meaning, and I've got some exciting news. Now, in addition to listening to us at 92.7 FM and AM 1500, you can also stream us live on Radio.com. Just go to Radio.com, tap Listen, choose News Talk, and scroll down to Faith Talk Detroit. It's that simple. Or pick up the Radio.com app. Either way, it's fun, it sounds great, and you're going to love it. Check us out at Radio.com. There's a lot going on right now, and broadcasters are on the ground covering all of it, bringing you the weather, the traffic, and breaking news, all while entertaining you 24 hours a day. Someone needs to tell you what's going on around the world and in our hometowns, and that someone is us. We are free radio. We are always there. We are broadcasters. Visit wearebroadcasters.com or text radio to 52886 to learn more. Furnished by NAB in this station. Tuesday on Truth For Life, Alistair Begg brings an eternal perspective to suffering. If you get a hold of what is ultimate, then you can deal with what is immediate in light of what is ultimate. If you focus only on what is immediate and leave off the reality of what is ultimate, you will never actually be able to deal with the issues that face you. Join us Tuesday to hear Truth For Life with Alistair Begg. Alistair Begg, weekday mornings at 8.30 on FM 92.7 and AM 1500, Faith Talk, Detroit. Hi, this is Greg Bryant, General Sales Manager for Salem Media Group Detroit. If you're listening to my voice right now, you're a listener to either Faith Talk Detroit or The Patriot Detroit. If you love one of these stations and you have experience in outside sales, we'd love to talk to you. Call me directly to inquire how Salem Media might provide an opportunity that's right. Call Greg Bryant at 248-581-1221. That's 248-581-1221 to learn more about our available positions. If you love us, come join us and make a career move that's right for you. Impact Mortgage Corp. DBA Cash Call Mortgage. NMLS ID 128231. Equal housing lender. Not licensed in all states, including New York. Offer not available in Washington. Call 855-657-9910 for licensing terms and restrictions. You see it on TV every day. Global turmoil. But these international events help keep interest rates low and may even drive them lower. In response, we at Cash Call Mortgage have lowered our interest rates for the new year. And that's great news for homeowners. If you have a current rate above 2.99%, Call us to see how much you can save. If you qualify, we'll even pay your closing costs. And we can close your refi in as fast as 20 days with no upfront deposit. With our low interest rates and no closing costs if you qualify, there's never been a better time to lock in a low rate before it's gone. For a free quote, go to CashCallMortgage.com or call 800-990-6947. That's 800-990-6947. 800-990-6947.
That number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. A lot to talk about today, first of all, all of your questions and inquiries. Also, I want to still deal, just briefly more, with the subject of racism, the Bible and racism, uh, that I started on yesterday's program. But right now, we've got to go to River Ruage and talk to Richard. Hello, Richard. How are you, sir? Good evening, Pastor. How are you? Just great. Thanks for calling. Great. Clearly, with all the early questions, we're all glad to have our Pastor Moss back on the air. <laughs> uh, you, you posted a question. You were going to post a question to your Bible class maybe about you know a week or so ago regarding David and the millennium, where, that he would be ruling during the millennium. I was wondering what scriptures that you were using to support that. In terms of David ruling uh, d- during the millennium? With Christ, yeah, ruling with Christ during the millennium. Okay. I believe that's what you said. That's yeah. misunderstood. No, you're right. Actually, the Bible uh, uh, clearly seems to indicate uh, that that's exactly uh, what will happen. Is that, you know, because of the fact that we know that, uh, uh, th- that he was promised a throne uh, forever, uh, the Davidic throne, we know that Jesus Christ will be uh, seated on that throne uh, but the Bible, it seems to be clear that uh, the Bible supports the view that uh, uh, that David is a, is a co-ruler along uh, with him during the millennium. And I think we can find that in the, in the uh, Old Testament passages, many of them, that uh, talk about uh, the, the setup of the kingdom. Uh, so I'm trying to r- trace that down for you now, because definitely we see uh, David being mentioned uh, there as a co-ruler. Uh, in fact, it, it, it's something that uh, kind of shocked. Uh, well, you know, w- w- what we have to realize about it is that even though David will be ruling, we know that Jesus Christ will ultimately be over everything. So right. even though we're looking at the fact that uh, he will be like a co-ruler there, um, uh, still uh, on, the Davi- uh, on the Davidic throne, still the one who will be ultimately over uh, the complete rulership of it will be uh, Jesus Christ himself. So we find that uh, in, the prof- in the prophetic literature. I think it's mentioned in Ezekiel. I think he talks about it uh, as well as some, uh, as some others. The, the key thing, though, is in the Bible it says that he will rule, that the Davidic kingdom would be set up forever. Uh, and so, uh, therefore, that right there begins to uh, 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 talk about that subject. Uh, now, now, what do you think would be the uh, the problem with it if uh, David is ruling? Do you think there's a no, problem? I no, I, I was just curious because that's the first time I heard that, you know, that said before that there would be, like, you're talking about a co-ruler, you know, that David would, you know, that's the first time I've heard that. Okay. Well, you know, when we we say the idea, though, of a co-ruler, we don't exactly mean that he's going to be on the same level as Christ. That's what uh, could give some people problems with it. It doesn't mean that at all. It just means that uh, that he will uh, share in this. Uh, And Ezekiel chapter 34 seems to to bear this out. If we look at Ezekiel chapter uh, 34 and verse 22, where now this is talking about the future. Okay, and uh, in fact, it's dealing with it just as uh, Daniel and uh, almost talking about, uh, about the same things in the book of Revelation. And it says here in Ezekiel 34 and 22, therefore, will I save my flock and they shall no more be a prey and I will judge between cattle and cattle 
And I will set up one shepherd over them, and he shall feed them. Even my servant David, he shall feed them, and he shall be their shepherd. Now, this is talking about in the eschatological future, right? Look at it again. And I will set up one shepherd. And this is Ezekiel, uh, and it's chapter 34, 23. And I will set up one shepherd over them, and he shall feed them. Even my servant David, he shall feed them, and he shall be their shepherd. But then verse 24, and I, the Lord, will be their God and my servant, David, a prince among them. I, the Lord, have spoken it. So you see how it works? David ruling, but God is, is, you know, in other words, he's there. Uh, David is under him. So it's not that he's going to be uh, uh, the the, the sole ruler. The ruler will actually be uh, uh, Christ. Uh, who is God, and David will share rulership with him, and all Christians are going to have different rulerships that they're under. Okay. All right, because I was looking at that uh, in Revelation 20 where it says we would rule with Christ. Absolutely. Yeah. When you made it more specific, and I was just curious as to, you know, where you was basing that from. So, um yeah, David mentioned uh, in Ezekiel 34, and that's something that we talked about in our prophecy class. And, uh, and, and you ask a good question, because in the prophecy class, uh, there were folks who asked the same one. Okay. All right. Uh, thank you very much. Thank you for calling. Appreciate those questions that you guys ask. That's what keeps this program going. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air Bible Talk with Pastor Emory Moss, where your questions are welcome. Any questions or inquiries that you have about the Bible, about theology, about the Word of God, I'll do the very best to give you a biblical answer or a theological answer if necessary, uh, because it's an all-important book is the Bible, and we need to know that the Bible does not support any form of racism at all. Any, I mean, there is nothing in the Bible that points to the importance of a person's skin. I mean, it just doesn't, okay? Uh, That is not what, uh, uh, there's no difference between people who have different skin colors. They're all human beings, okay? Racism is not what the Bible teaches. In fact, over in 1 John, and in chapter 4, and in verse 20, this is what it says. If a man say, now listen to this. If a man say, I love God, and hates his brother, he's a liar. That's what God says, not me. Get me out of it. This is the word of God. If a man say, I love God, and hates his brother, he is a liar. For he that loves not his brother, whom he hath seen. And so in other words, in the Bible it says, if you can't love your brother who you see, how can you love God whom you have not seen? <laughs> and God doesn't judge people on the basis of their pedigree or the color of their skin. Okay? So racism is something that's unknown in the Bible. And the idea of anybody being exalted because of the color of their skin or their physiology it does not really make any biblical sense, okay? So I'll leave it there, okay? Racism is not a part of biblical teaching. The Bible doesn't support it. Is there discrimination in the Bible? Yes, against people who do not believe the things in the Bible that they're supposed to believe, but not based on the race or ethnic group of any certain person. All racism is condemned in the Bible. If I'm wrong, prove me wrong. 
Number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air Bible talk with Pastor Emmy Moss, and find me one place where a person is cursed because of their uh, their skin color. All right? I'll be ready to entertain that. All right, that number to call, phone lines are open. All you got to do is dial that number, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. Uh, as I've talked about racism, now I'd like to discuss the Unity School of Christianity. The Unity School of Christianity, find it by uh, Myrtle uh, Fillmore, one of the founders of it. Um, he was, uh, was one of the persons behind this. Uh, it is uh, a cult group that has gained popularity along with the, um, uh, the New Age movement. Uh, very much so, and so it needs to be exposed for what it is, uh, a cult founded by Charles and Myrtle Fillmore, married couple. They were Christian scientists who left Christian science. Uh, in fact, they wanted to uh, get a separate branch of Christian science, but Mary Baker Eddy, the founder of Christian science, she wouldn't put up with that, so they had to change their name to the Unity School okay, of Christianity. Uh, and they teach very similar to Christian science, but there are some differences between the two groups. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. Uh, call with any question you have about the Word of God. Do not worry about, um, you know, changing the subject. I can stay on my subject and talk about your subject at the same time. Definitely, we want you to call. So the phone lines now are wide, wide open. You can get through at area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578. Be on the air Bible talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. All right, so the Unity School of Christianity, what do they teach? One is, let this blow your mind. The Bible should be interpreted metaphysically. Okay? The Bible should be interpreted metaphysically. So in other words... Not according to the principles of hermeneutics, but metaphysically. What do they mean? Well, the Bible, they are saying, is a uh, supernatural kind of book. And so, therefore, it has to be interpreted that way, metaphysically, beyond the physical. That lets you know right there that they're not interested in the Unity School of Christianity in taking the Bible seriously. They're really not. They will reinterpret it so that it fits what they teach in their cult group, the Unity School of Christianity. Um, one of their tenets, now you know where this one comes from, where they say God is in all things. God is in all things. Now I'm stopping right there. I am stopping right there. Somebody needs to call and tell me what kind of religious philosophy is being expressed by this term, God is in all things. Oh yeah, I'm waiting for your call. Area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss, I want somebody to tell me before I go any further what kind of philosophy and false religious teaching and philosophy is being taught by the Unity School of Christianity when they teach that God is in all things. What is it called? And where does it come from? This is the Bible Talk program. I'm ready for the calls. Area code 866-423-9578. 
Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air Bible talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. I will not move. I will not budge till someone at least calls and tries to get this. If you get it right, then you are a scholar or a scholarist for today. If you get it wrong, well, you didn't make it this time, but at least you were, you're not a chicken. You, you call. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Let's go to Troy, Michigan, and see what Lori can do. Hello, Lori. Hi. Uh, pantheism. You said what now? Pantheism? Pantheism. Pantheism, my dear. What is pantheism? Oh, pantheism is the belief that everything is part of God. God's in a rock. God's in the devil, God's in everything, and everything's good. Listen, you are exactly right, Lori. Now, so already you're a scholarist for today. Now, just tell me one more thing. Where does this idea of pantheism come from? What religion outside of the Unity School of Christianity teaches this? Hinduism. Give this woman an applause. She is a scholar for today from Troy, Michigan. Lori, what's the name of your church, Lori? Community Bible Church in Waterford. All right. Community Bible Church in Waterford. Got it going on. They've got Lori there. And she knows what pantheism is. And she knows where it comes from. Well, she must be driving to something. I don't know. You be careful, Lori. Thank you for calling. (laughs) Okay. All right. There's your scholar for today. One of them. And it's a gal. All right. Uh, She's right. In other words, the Unity School of Christianity has borrowed from Hinduism. An old, old false religion. Old, but still false. And uh, definitely, the God in all things is pantheism, that God is in everything. Uh, Unfortunately, it's the kind of thing that's promoted or has been promoted in some uh, alcoholic anonymous groups where they get the people that say anything can be your God. Anything, the chair, whatever you want to make your God, we don't care. No, but the Bible cares. Okay, so you shouldn't be trying to uh, get rid of your alcohol habits and turning a chair into your God. You need to go to the Bible and find out about the uh, God of the Bible. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible talk with Pastor Emery Moss looking at the Unity School of Christianity, a false cult started by Charles and Myrtle Fillmore. Looking at this uh, and continuing. Uh, We've seen that they believe the Bible should be interpreted metaphysically, that God is in all things. Then they say things like this, okay? Jesus embodied the Christ. Oh, boy, they're telling you something right there, listening audience. They're telling you something. Jesus embodied the Christ. Well, you're thinking, you know, when you see flowery language like this, what does it mean? Well, let's go to the next statement. Man, too. Man, too, is divine. Man, too, is divine. Let me ask Marcus a question. Marcus, have you felt divine lately? Ask this to Marcus. You know, he's got something to play behind everything. (laughs) Well, I don't know what that means. Maybe, oh, he's got something else. That's good. <laughs> well, I guess if you have embodied the Christ, you got to feel like something. You know, I just really need to leave Marcus alone. He, he pulls me out. I got to leave him alone. But here's what they say. This is the Unity School of Christianity. Jesus embodied the Christ. Man, too, is divine. Then, here's where I need you to help me, right? Says, Jesus took on the Christ spirit. Uh-oh. Jesus took on the Christ spirit, okay? 
Now, I need someone to become a scholar or scholarist for today to tell me what is this talking about and where in the Bible this is condemned. Jesus took on the Christ spirit. Going to give you a chance. We've got to take a break and we'll be right back. Hello, friends. This is Evangelist Anita Campbell, host of Bible Talk. I've got some exciting news now. In addition to listening to us on 92.7 FM and AM 1500, you can also stream us live on Radio.com. Just go to Radio.com, tap the News Talk, and scroll down to WLQV Faith Talk. It's that simple. Or pick up the Radio.com app. Either way, it's fun. Sounds great, and you're going to love it. Check us out at Radio.com. Ron and Jody Zappia had a very shaky start in marriage. They had ambitious career goals and lived in different cities for a while. On the next Focus on the Family, they'll share how they considered divorce, but Christian counseling and a newfound relationship with Christ restored their marriage. You'll be encouraged next time on Focus on the Family with Jim Daly. Listen to Focus on the Family, weekday mornings at 9.30 on Faith Talk Detroit. This is Todd Chapman with Food for the Poor. Our campaign to rescue families in Guatemala from devastating poverty is in its final days, and we're making great progress. Just 10 families remain. If you haven't yet done your part, could I ask you to make a life-saving gift of food and water right now? 855-849-4673. 855-849-4673. HOPE. I was recently in Guatemala, and I'd love to introduce you to one of the families that you'll be saving during this campaign. When it comes a time and there is no food, how does she help the children get through that when when their stomachs are, are empty? I told them that today we cannot eat, but uh, another day we will have food. Yeah, we need to work in order to, to have food to put in our plates. When she prays, what does she pray to God for? I ask God for help for my children and to give us bread to have uh, each day something to eat. The team at MyPillow is grateful for you. So grateful they have an amazing offer. Buy one, get one on their incredible sheet sets. Mike Lindell has come out with the world's most comfortable bed sheets. He finally found the best cotton in the world in a region where the Sahara Desert, the Nile River, and the Mediterranean Sea all come together to create ideal weather conditions for growing cotton. Mike guarantees they will be the most comfortable sheets you've ever owned. The first night you sleep on a Giza Dream Sheet, you may never want to sleep on anything else. The Giza Dream Sheets are available in a variety of colors, and like all of Mike's products, they come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. For a limited time, you can buy one, get one free. Call 800-919-5912. That's 800-919-5912. Or go to MyPillow.com, but make sure to use the promo code RUNTOWIN at checkout. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. This is Pastor Moss. If you're interested in studying the Bible and want to know how to defend it, Strictly Biblical Bible Teaching Ministries Monday Night Bible Study and Apologetic Study is for you. We will take you into systematic theology, the kingdom of the cults, and the occult. Every false teaching will be exposed for what it is, a tool of the devil. Free handouts will be given on every teaching. Uh, Also, uh, it will feel like you're in seminary or Bible college, but there's no tuition. All we ask for is a donation. Come this Monday to the Monday Night Bible and Apologetic Studies 
at 10709 Grand River. That's 10709 Grand River at Oakman at 7 p.m. Bring your sword, that is your Bible, with you. For more information, call area code 313-933-9270. All right, number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Just wanted you to know about that Bible study, Monday night Bible study. We show a lot of films. We're looking at uh, Justin Peters now, uh, who is doing a fantastic job dealing with uh, the the positive confession movement and uh, other false prophecies and all kinds of stuff. We encourage you to come Monday night if you're free. You will learn a lot, and you will get free material to put in your hand. That's every Monday at 7 p.m. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. So, we're looking at the Unity School of Christianity, where it says Jesus took on the Christ Spirit. Jesus took on the Christ Spirit. What's wrong with this statement, that Jesus took on the Christ Spirit? Uh, the Christ spirit. In other words, indicating he didn't have it all the time. He took it on. What is the problem with that? And where in the Bible is it condemned? Do you know? If you do, you got one chance to call and let us know how wise you are. The number is area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. Help me as we work our way through the Unity School of Christianity and some of the false things that they are saying uh, about Christianity and about the Word of God. That's why I encourage you to come to our Monday night Bible study. The cults are on the rise. We need to raise up Christians who will be able to go to their Bible and to refute it. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. Let's go to Rick in Clinton Township. Hello, Rick. Uh, Pastor Moss. Yes, sir. Could it be like... John 1, 1, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God and was God. Now, that's in the beginning. So how could something from the beginning transpire later on to get that spirit? Okay, so in other words, you're saying, uh, what you're saying, Rick, is that it all is wrapped up, actually, in John chapter 1. If we, if we, I think so. Yeah, well, I'm telling you what, it looks pretty clear, doesn't it? In John 1, 1, in the beginning was the Word. And the Word was with God, and the Word was God. It doesn't say anything about him becoming God. It says he was God, right? Then it says the same was in the beginning with God. Without him uh, was not anything made that was, was made. Everything was made by him. Then in verse 14, and the Word was made flesh. The Word that was with God and was God was made flesh. Amen. And dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. Give Rick an applause. He is a scholar for today. What church do you go to, sir? Um, I'm between apostolic and Pentecost. All right. Well, whatever. You're in between. I want to tell you what. You're a scholar for today. You got that one right. Okay. And uh, I, uh, Marcus is looking for that applause. Okay. One, there you go. Thank you, sir. Thank you, Brother Moss. All right. Appreciate that. Now, now he gave us one scripture, but there's more. So, uh, Darnell, Abby, good you're with us. There's more. What other scriptures work? Now, listen, what they're saying in the Unity School of Christianity, 
Jesus took on the Christ spirit, right? So it's like he took something on that he didn't have in the beginning. And our caller was right. Uh, that definitely, John chapter 1 refutes that. But uh, Abby in Clinton Township, I guess she can give us some, some more insight. Hello, Abby. Hi, Pastor Moss. How are you, my dear? Listen, is this my Abby? I haven't heard from you. Yes, it is. I mean, it's yes, been like it the is. it's been like the one thousand year millennium. I haven't even heard I from know. you, call. So, <laughs> where you been, girl? I've been working in the evenings, and but you know something? I says I'm off this evening. I got to call my favorite Bible teacher. Oh yeah, I'm the favorite man. All right. <laughs> well, yes, good to have you, you are. Yes, you are, and your beautiful <laughs> wife. I love her too. All right. Beautiful spirit, beautiful couple. I'm telling you, thank thank God for men of God who uphold that standard because the standards are really going down, and all of these false doctrines and these, you know, these felicifying leaders are taking manifesto, and people are following this foolishness. Well, you're right. That's the thing, and in fact, uh, that's some of the stuff that we're showing at our Monday night Bible study. It's fantastic, as we're looking at all of the uh, uh, things, uh, the uh, supernatural baloney that actually they're handing people. Uh, so yes. we encourage people to come out and be a part of it. Can, can you help us with this challenge? What what verses oh, do we need to go through yes. further, my dear? Where do I start? Well, I know that um, when Jesus said, I am the true vine and my father is the husband, uh-huh. that every branch of me that bringeth forth not fruit, he, he destroys it. So in order for him to be the true vine, he already was in the same of God's state. Well, what happens? There. What happens, Abby? Is yes. that's good. Now it's like you're you're like uh, Robin Hood or William Tell, and you're shooting at the target. Now, now you hit the you hit it, but you didn't get yes. it right on the in the middle. There's another I scripture. No in other words, let me ask you this. Let me make it more specific for you, because I know how you think, Abby. I know. I remember back from yes. the day, where yes. <laughs> what this is saying. Jesus took on the Christ Spirit, which is basically saying. That he became Christ. Uh, He wasn't the the Christ, but he became Christ. Now, what else besides John 1 helps to refute that? He said, then was God made manifest in the flesh. Okay. Jesus was manifest in the flesh. Seen of angels and preaching to the Gentiles. Okay. So God being manifested in the flesh, that's Jesus. All right. And his name shall be called Emmanuel, and he shall save his people from their sin. All right, now... God is with us. That's what Emmanuel... Okay, now, so here's another. Let me give you another clue. Now, what you said is true. But a person who says they're Christ and they're not Christ has become a what? Has become a... What's the term, the biblical term, to describe them? If they say they're Christ, but they're not Christ. False prophet. Well, that's close now. You, you don't Infidel, mean, you, false prophet. But uh, even more precise term. Come satanic. on, Abby. Huh? Satanic. It's satanic. You're right. It's satanic. It's it's false. But a more precise term. And here's the clue. Uh, uh, John. You can find it in First John. First John. Yeah. Okay. Wow. All right. You really got me here. Well, it's because you stayed away from the program so long, Abby. This is what happens when you stop listening to Bible talk. I had you up there, girl. You were going like crazy, calling all the time. But thank you for calling. I appreciate it. And you better you better stay tuned. 
I will. Okay. God bless her. <laughs> that number to call, area code 866-423-9578. We'll be right back. This is Jerry Boyer of Town Hall Finance for townhall.com. The point of diversity in the marketplace should be for people with different points of view to contribute different things to the business. But ideologues today typically use diversity as little more than a code word for identity politics. They don't care about genuine diversity, diversity that would include different points of view, different worldviews. In truth, they really just want progressives from various identity groups. According to a new study by the Religious Freedom and Business Foundation, this thinking is now dominant in the corporate world. Among Fortune 100 companies, protected categories such as race and gender were emphasized by corporations over religion by a factor of 34 to 1. Corporations love to talk about diversity and inclusivity, but their concern is really only skin deep. It's time to go deeper and add religious and viewpoint diversity to America's largest companies. I'm Jerry Boyer. Sponsored by ADF, Alliance Defending Freedom. Across America, it's snoring season. Right now, 90 million Americans make this sound every night. Snoring can be caused by breathing through your mouth when you sleep. If you have a blocked or narrow nose, then you're more likely to open your mouth to breathe, causing snoring. Thankfully, there's mute. An ingenious Australian invention that could quiet the snoring season once and for all. Mute is a comfortable nasal breathing device that sits inside the nose, supporting your airway and keeping it open while you sleep. You'll breathe more easily through your nose and snore less. In fact, in trials, 75% of couples reported a reduction in snoring when using Mute, allowing them both a better night's sleep. Put snoring season to bed, America. Available at Walgreens, CVS, Rite Aid and other fine stores. For more information, go to MuteSnoring.com. Mute. Breathe more, snore less, sleep better. If you're a Christian, the goal of your life is to honor Christ, to serve Him faithfully. But maybe it's not always clear how to do that. For example, how exactly do you give Christ glory when you're at school or at work or at a birthday party with unsaved family members or even when you're just running errands? Get practical answers on the next Grace to You with John MacArthur. So join me, John MacArthur, and study along on Grace to You weekday mornings at 8 here on WLQV. Hello, friends. This is Pastor Emery Moss, host of Bible Talk. I've got some exciting news. Now, in addition to listening to us on 92.7 FM and AM 1500, you can also stream us live on Radio.com. Just go to Radio.com, tap the News Talk, and scroll down to WLQV Faith Talk. It's that simple. Or pick up the Radio.com app. Either way, it's fun, sounds great, and you're going to love it. Check us out at Radio.com. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss, looking at the Unity School of Christianity and uh, their false teachings, actually, here where they say that Jesus took on the Christ Spirit. Well, when you say that, when someone claims to be Christ and they're not Christ, they become a what, is the question? 
And what verses do we go to to show that? All right. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Let's go to Pontiac, Michigan, and talk to Darnell. Hello, Darnell. Darnell, you're on the air. Hi, Pastor Moss. First, I thank God for the work he's doing through you and your ministry. Thank you. Uh, I'm in Warren. Oh, okay. All right, in Warren. Yeah, yeah, I was thinking of the verse, John, um, um, Matthews 3.16, I'm not exactly on the verse, but where my only begotten son would fit that. Also, uh, where he was, uh, John the Baptist was preaching, uh, prepared way for the Lord, and he came to be baptized uh, by him. And I don't remember the verse uh, that says, if anyone teaches what Paul spoke of, anything other than what we're teaching, that they were false. Okay, well, you're, there you're over in uh, uh, in Galatians. Galatians chapter uh, 1 deals with that. But And actually, the verses that you gave were good, but what we were really looking for is, first of all, this. A person who says that they're Christ and is not is Antichrist. Yeah. Right. So that's the term. And that term is found in the Bible. So listen, Darnell, you did a good job. Uh, I appreciate it. But that's what we were looking for. Now, the verses you gave are helpful, and I thank you for calling. All right. All right. Uh, as we look at this, First John chapter 2, uh, here's what the, if someone says, in other words, Jesus is the only incarnation of God there ever has been or ever will be. All right. That's, that's what the Bible says. Uh, he's the only one who is the word that was made flesh, period. Anybody who says the opposite of that is teaching Antichrist doctrine and it's false doctrine. Now, it's condemned in 1 John chapter 2, 1 John chapter 2, verse 18, where the writer, where John says, Little children, it is the last time, and as you have heard that Antichrist shall come. Even now are there many Antichrists, whereby we know that it is the last time. They went out from us, but they were not of us. For if they had been of us, they would no doubt have continued with us, but they went out that they might be made manifest that they were not all of us. So anyone who claims to be uh, uh, Jesus, who claims to be Christ, is an antichrist. There's only one person, and Jesus is not separate from Christ. Jesus is the Christ. Uh, Anybody who does not teach that doctrine is involved in false teaching that is not based upon what the Word of God really teaches. So we need uh, uh, to, to realize that. First uh, John chapter 4, verse 3 says, Every spirit that confesses not that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh is not of God. This is that spirit of Antichrist whereof we have heard that it should come and even now is already in the world. So all these groups, uh, especially Christian science and any groups that's teaching that you can be God, is teaching you something that is anti-Christian. There's only one incarnation, no others, and that person is Jesus Christ. So anywhere you hear that we are all, if you hear that someone teaching, we are all incarnations of, of God, just like Jesus Christ, that, friends, it's not just wrong. That is absolute 100% heresy. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578. We still got callers on this line. Let's go to Judith in Belleville. Hello, Judith. Judith, you're on the air. Hi, Pastor Pastor Moss. How you doing? I'm good. One second. Okay. Can you hear me? (laughs) Yes, I can. Can you hear me, Pastor Moss? I sure can. I hear you loud and clear. Okay. Yeah, I was going to answer that. That is the Antichrist. 
Um, the other scripture I think that you might have been looking for when, um, was it um, Peter answered, when they said, whom do man say that I am? I think it was Peter answered and said, thou art the Christ, the son of the living God. And Christ means the anointed one. So he already came here as, a, as um, the, uh, the Christ, the anointed one. You can't be some, something when you get here. It's like, uh, it's like if you're born in a royal family, you're either prince or princess. You're born that way. So Christ was already born the Christ, the only Christ, yeah. the anointed one. Give this woman an applause. Yes, ma'am, you're exactly right. Now, the only thing you didn't do, can you uh, uh, tell us where that's found, my dear? Let me put that pressure on you. I know it's in the gospel. I'm trying to remember <laughs> when, who, where, where it's at. Hang oh. on, let me look. I just got my Bible up. I can't look it up, but hold on. It's in one of the gospel. I think it's Matthew or one of them, but hang on, hang tight. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you got it. Listen, if you give me the book, I'll give it to you. Matthew chapter 16. Okay. Uh And you're exactly right. At verse 15, he says unto them, but whom say you that I am? And Simon Peter answered and said, thou art Christ, the son of the living God. So clearly you're right. Exactly right. You are a scholar, uh, scholarist for today that Jesus didn't become the Christ. He was the Christ. And that's from the very beginning. So, so Judith, thank you for calling. Appreciate it. All right. See you, Pastor. All right. See you. Let's see about John. And Hello, John. How you doing? Hey, John, you with us? All right. Looks like, yeah, come in. Well, we're coming to a close, John. Have to, to let you go. I want to thank all of you callers for calling. Remember, uh, the Bible Talk program, where, as you saw today, this is your first time listening, that I have challenges, but at the same time, you can call with any questions you want about the Word of God. They're welcome here. All you got to do is remember that number, area code 866-423-9578. And if you really enjoy this program, do support us by sending donations to P.O. Box 05879. That's P.O. Box 05879, Detroit, Michigan, 48205, zip code. Make out those checks to Bible, Boot Camp Ministries. We'd appreciate it very much. This is Pastor Moss. God bless you. See you next time. Sponsored by Bible Bootcamp Ministries. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.